0: A little secret about a secret little show. Sarah and Vinny
1: Secret Show for Monday, July 19th. Thank you for being here for our daily stream of our wonderful secret show where we do wonderful things for the people. (laughs) We actually tried to do something pretty wonderful for someone a few years ago and. uh, I'll, I'll, get, I'll tell you the original email. Maybe you'll even remember it. If you're a longtime listener to The Secret Show, you might remember this one. And uh, You I, say
0: you remembered it. I,
1: uh, and I think you will, too, Vin. Um, so it's Sarah Vinny, Bryn, Nikki, and uh, you can always send us any problem or question or even just your thoughts. We love your thoughts. Bryn, B-R-Y-N, at RadioAlice.com. So we're going to start with the original email, and I am going to not say the person's name because that seems like I shouldn't do that. Um, Although she doesn't specifically say so, but still. So this was uh, love and slurps from your favorite Virginia listener. Seriously, I'm the only one who texts from the 804. So this is the beginning of the one she wrote to us six years ago. Okay. This is going to be all over the place. Please, please, please don't say punt. I need major help. I'm getting Wait, married. wait, wait. So this is the first
0: email. This is right.
1: the email from six years ago. Okay. This is the original email. And let's just see if our advice matches up. Okay. Cause, cause we get an update. Uh, please, please, please don't say punt. I need major help. I'm getting married in June. I don't know what date she sent this. I think it was a few few months off. I'm getting married in June, and I'm really worried about my fiancé. I think he's going down a dangerous alcohol road. He was in a frat in college, and that didn't help the situation we're in now. We've been together just over three years, and I hate him when he gets to the point of drunk after he's been drinking. He's mean and rude and doesn't listen when I ask him not to drink anymore. Sunday, he went to watch a football game with a friend. And they proceeded to drink way too much. And then he drove to my house where my parents and sister-in-law saw him the way he was. Needless to say, they were as pissed as, as I was. I told him he needed to solve this now or I wasn't going to marry him. To which he responded that I hurt him. Well, too fucking bad, right? He doesn't get to tell me how I feel about this cluster of a situation. He even told me he would stop drinking altogether if that's what it took to keep me. I don't think he thought I'd go through with that option. So I told him he had three conditions... For us to move forward with planning our wedding. Number one, attending a substance abuse meeting. I'd even go with him. Number two, going to see a therapist. Once again, I'd go. Three, stop drinking until the new year. He seemed reluctant, but so far he's spoken to a friend who attends AA regularly. He's going to go with him to a meeting, and I'm going to find some counseling for us to go to as well. I'm also concerned because his grandma's an alcoholic, and his dad is heading in the way of being a functioning alcoholic. Is there any other helpful tidbits you guys have for me? And I think we all yelled punt all at once. <laughs> any, right. any recall on that one? I totally remembered. Like the friend goes, he's like, I'm just going to go watch football with my friend. And he drives drunk over to the family house. Oh, this is my first time geez. hearing this. Yeah. So your I thoughts, would... your thoughts. What, what should this person do? You should get rid of him. That's what I'm saying. Just before they're married. All the, all the... no, it's just bad news from the get go.
0: Yeah, this is a tough one because I think if she were to, well, she's going to hear it now, I would imagine. And she heard it the first time, too. But it's like you look back at that and go, this was a no-brainer. He's got a serious problem. You don't marry that. And yet you're in love and the wheel is turning. Right. I mean, that's one of those things You're where on the it's no always off. it's always that way. And, uh, you know, uh, in all uh, avenues of life, a person with a drinking or drug problem is just pulling it off until they're not. And that's sort of how that works. And I know that everyone tries to just like, let's just get through today. Every everyone. And, and that can go on for a long time before. The blow up or the thing that breaks it, stops it, sends someone to rehab, whatever it may be, which we all know I went through very publicly. So I'm 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 sad. I hope that what you're about to read when you read the second part, the follow up is what do you hope happened. I hope that he recognized his problem, got the help he needed and has been.
1: And they all lived happily ever well, look, after.
0: No, I think that one of the things that I, I look, I still struggled. I don't drink. I haven't had a drink since 2004, but I still struggle with managing life in general all the time. And it's just a reality of people who are, you know, whether you're practicing alcoholic or in recovery you I'm don't, a practicing
1: have, alcoholic. You don't practicing. have all
0: the tools necessary, the coping skills necessary, and you often find yourself mismanaging a lot of situations. And I have I have to say sorry to a lot of people a lot of time because often I don't handle things correctly the first time. That said, I'd rather him be that guy trying his hardest to be a good partner, which is how I see myself. I'm trying. I'm not... Always getting it right, but I'm trying and I hope that that's what he's doing. Please tell me that's the case. Go. I would love to tell you that.
1: Bryn, uh, do you remember this one?
0: I don't, but at least
1: an ultimatum is what I think she should have done. They don't. Yeah, I really I actually right? right. a they don't work. B, she didn't ask mm. for that. She said, I have three conditions. She doesn't ever say whether or not he met any of them. Stop drinking until the new year. That's not long enough for an alcoholic. Taking a break gives him something to look forward to.
0: You're actually marrying this person for life. It's not, that's not the move. It's a long time. Yeah. That's not the move. Like just cause he can make it a few months, you know, at a young age doesn't mean that thing won't escalate, you know, five, 10 years down the road to the point where, you know, your whole life is blowing up.
1: So here is the follow-up email, Oh boy! six all years right. later. I'm so, so happy you're back. Bad advice update, only six years too late, but better late than never. I wish I wasn't writing this, but I left my husband. Mm. They married. I knew the, it. Mm, of course. The guy below I wrote to you guys about almost six years ago, you all told me to punt and I didn't listen. And I've struggled with it for 6 years. Even my dad gave me an out before we got married. Dad's always no, right? I remember my dad jokingly said, "We can run. We can run for it if you want." I was like, "Dad, oh, but John. It's do we need to talk?" <laughs>
0: it's nice of him, but John's pretty sturdy. John yeah. is pretty sturdy, right? I think they're pretty happy I married John.
1: But your dad gave her her dad gave her a way out and she just nope. This is my guy. I'm getting married. I've decided.
0: It takes so much bravery in the face of plans. But there's plans. But there's guests. We paid money. We paid
1: deposits.
0: In the face of all of that. I love my dress. We feel these obligations feel heavier than anything that we could ever possibly just break. Just break the chain and run. If I was going to a
1: wedding, even if I I thought the couple was great and I love them and I'm so excited to go to their wedding and I've made plans and I've paid money and blah blah blah, if they called the wedding off, I would never think how inconvenienced I was. I would think, oh good, they didn't take a step into something that was going to be a mistake.
0: Mm-hmm. I completely agree.
1: I'd be like, well, I'm going to go anyway and. Hang out. I already bought the crap. Yeah. Too That's bad it. about this bridesmaid's dress. <laughs> you can reuse it for a different wedding. But
0: all that money, though.
1: But, but I get, already I, spent all that money, <laughs> and you know what? I'd rather do have my friend not make a tragic ruin mistake. their lives.
0: Right. Everybody the wants food. to party, though. We party. The oh my God! Look at that. I know <laughs>
1: partying. I'll yeah. take the bar.
0: That's all right? good. All right. Finish your letter because we right. still don't know. <laughs>
1: Uh, So the dad gives her an ounce. All this went down six years ago. The drinking never got better. Huh? Imagine that, you guys.
0: By the way, it doesn't. It only gets worse. That's what it does.
1: The drinking never got better. In fact, he almost died by vomiting in his sleep three months after our wedding. Oh, no. Lots Uh, of people do. They they, uh, asphyxiate on their own vomit. There was also the fact that there were family secrets that weren't revealed until his brother was arrested just before quarantine in February of 2020. Long story short, his brother's a fucking pedophile who was arrested for child pornography. being sentenced in August. Yikes! After his brother's arrest, things got worse with the drinking and he refused to continue couples therapy or go to single therapy or even set boundaries with his family. It all just became too much. So I left in January. Uh, which means, you know, she's out of it now, and she's got a few months of perspective. I'm beyond happy now. I didn't realize how terrible things were until I was finally out. She also doesn't mention whether or not she had kids at all with him, or so I'm sort of hoping that they didn't. Although, you know, if whatever, do I think the, the assumption child. would
0: be they didn't, since she doesn't mention them? But right, you know, because that's such a big life change. You'd think that would make the story, right?
1: You would. I yeah. I agree. Um, my sister and dad still live in the Bay Area. She lives in Virginia. My sister and dad still live in the Bay Area and they're relieved I'm out. Lesson learned listen to the ones you love and your radio family when they <laughs> voice their concerns. Shortly after I left my ex, I actually met someone from the Bay Area here in oh, Virginia. Geez. The guy grew up 10 miles from her in San-, in San Jose, and then they met in Virginia of all oh, places. I know, isn't cool. that crazy? What hmm. are the chances? He's a dream, but my ex set the bar pretty low, so (laughs) thanks for the bad, actually good advice that I didn't take and learned the hard way on. Slurps, O-F-O-C-H-Y-G-L. I don't
0: want to say her name, but she's from
1: Virginia. She doesn't specifically say I shouldn't, but... I'm
0: going to do it on the show tomorrow. I didn't get to it today, but a story about divorce, which is, it's so unfortunate Oh, um, do it now. No, well, I don't want to do the whole thing now. I'm going to do it tomorrow. But but the one of the the gists of the story is um, often people who are breaking up. You've you've had a troubled relationship, and it's and you you recognize that, and you mm-hmm. finally realize it's best that we part. The process of divorce, the process, not the actual things that brought you to the point of divorce, but the process of the divorce often destroys any hope of friendship forever. So like there's you know, some people you see people who've divorced and they somehow are friendly with each other and right. you, you sort of go, wow, that's but but what you what's even more surprising is often if the the friendship isn't broken completely by the problems you had, the divorce itself breaks everything for good. Right. You end up hating each other. You're fighting over money, possessions, friends, the kids and animals, but whatever. And so that's the, in the story. They just mentioned that. So she's still not clear because you know, the bad, there's more bad to come, but I, I hope that you have a nice friend in this person and that you can get through that process without much trouble. Cause it sounds awful from reading about it
1: that is it's really true what you said about divorce really destroying any last vestige of love or respect that you had for someone so it when somebody comes through the other side of a divorce and they are able to they're able to be amicable especially if there's kids obviously because you gotta Mm -hmm. you gotta see each other now forever that person is always forever going to be in your life like it's such a it's, it's very sad that that's the way that it that it goes. And is that, I don't know, is it just lawyers trying to get as many hours out of you as they can? Or is that just, in fact, the process of separating two lives? Well,
0: um, the article actually talks about how you can, there's a chance you can get through that without uh, without destroying your friendship. If you have, uh, it's not, a, well, arbitration is one of the words, but... Uh, Mediation, Mm -hmm. so that instead of going through lawyers and each lawyer, each highly paid lawyer spends a lot of time going back and forth over every little, you know, granule of things. And they're doing so trying to win in, you know, everything for their client. That's where a lot of that stuff gets super ugly. Mediation sometimes will soften that blow. And make it easier to get through this. I don't know that that's true. It's just what the articles say.
1: If somebody is, they've decided mutually that it's time to break up, not one person cheated. Like there's always so much, sometimes there's so much anger just going into the divorce that it was bound to ruin everything. But if people are really divorcing because, look, this isn't working, we're just friends, we're, you know, whatever it is, those people are probably a lot more likely to come out the right side of things.
0: Anytime you're in a relationship, this is my opinion. Anytime you're in a relationship that isn't working, I think that it's exhausting. And you fight and you try and you also have day-to-day things that you're trying to get through and you are dealing as best you can, and I do believe there's a point where that you're just you just are over it. You're just exhausted from it. It's like this struggle to just get through a day without having the added conflict mm. of someone who lives in your own house. Like, God damn it. The day was hard enough and I get home and I got to fight you about this bullshit. Now it just sucks. It just does. It's right. so sad. Well, it makes you miserable. Yeah. You become miserable. So I can see where some people just are at that point where they go, look, we're, we're not, there's this not,
1: isn't, there's nothing good happening. Neither of
0: anymore. us are happy here. Right. Let's just, Let's Let's find a way to be happy. Right. It's going to be expensive. Let's do this. (laughs) I mean, hopefully. I I don't know, but I feel bad for her. I'm sorry that, you know, it can't help to know that there were people, including a radio show, yelling, don't do it. Run away. (laughs) Bummer. Bummer. Anyway, I'm glad that
1: you uh, are on the other side of it. And uh,
0: and I hope they didn't have kids so that she has a clean shot at a new relationship. Because everybody I know who has kids after a divorce, that plays a role in who you get to find and move on with going forward. Right. Some people don't want your baggage. Right. Or they, you know, I don't know. There's so many things about kids that become an issue, you know? Right. Man. Well,
1: just, you know. When you have a kid, you're not the priority anymore. Right. And so that's a person who needs to be considered before any other move you make in your life. Mm-hmm. You can't go have wild fuck buddy nights out on the town and barf in gutters. You can't Aww. do it. You know? Oh, boy, you that sounds it.
0: fun. <laughs> I don't know.
1: It actually <laughs> does sound fun. I miss that stuff.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, let's have a wild
0: fuck buddy night. <laughs> it's this funny a- when we were talking to V Hale last, was that last Friday? Yeah. yeah. It's funny that I to get under someone. I hadn't relived that, that first hump back after all those years of being, you know, just not. And, and it was after I told that story to you guys, I was like, I hate that story. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta it's so weird how there I was like, you know, I just wanted to have sex again, but I didn't know. Because I hadn't done it without alcohol, i didn't just didn't know I was just like it's in this task in front of me is insurmountable. I don't know how I'm gonna do it. How
1: long do you think it had been since you had straight sex
0: uh you mean sober sex or That's without what i mean okay uh i I don't know that I ever did in your whole life well. I take that back. Of course I did. But I'm saying that for the most part, yeah, there were always drinks involved. Often, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was a kid that partied. So that was you know sort of the end of the party was you take your girlfriend home and do it. So even in my teens, I was drinking and having sex. So it was very much a part of most of the things I did.
1: Do you think you were drunk the first time you had sex?
0: No, I know I wasn't.
1: How old are you, 15?
0: I was 15. No, I know I was. I remember that so vividly because I remember the, the events that led up to it. It was my friend had a car. My friend was saying, hey, it's rainy out and we're going to go. You guys want to. So there were three couples that jumped in my friend's Volkswagen square back.
1: Wait, three couples? So did yeah. one of the couples do it in the car? The yes. Other two of you were in the same room? Yeah, My buddy got
0: to bone his girlfriend oh, in his car, the mm. Volkswagen square back. You guys and- get out. And we had to go into the, the little fort at Turtle Rock Park. It's a tree house that we did it in. Yeah. Mm. No, I wasn't wasted that time. And, and in, I'm sure there were times that I did it without. But, but, but especially there at the end, no, I never did it sober. Mm. Ever.
1: This is another one uh, which starts about six years ago, which is very strange. Okay. Six years seems to be the come around Yeah, that seems to be the the marker. (laughs) Hey, Bryn, Coco, Sarah, and Vinny. About six years ago, the Secret Show Advisors, then it was Sarah, Vinny, Hooman, and Bryn, gave me awesome advice about a former boyfriend who would only have sex with porn to begin with and kept it on the whole time. We had a long-distance relationship for eight years. Your advice was spot on. Hooman called me a fool. I was. Vinny said my visits gave him anxiety and that he was used to his own world, which was so true. As Sarah suggested, I did get back on my high horse and mushroom slapped him as I rode out of town. Uh, That was, that sounds like good advice. That was my best move to get advice from you. I've never been so happy. Six years later. I need, this is, I don't know if she even needs advice. It's more like uh, she's asking advice or an insight on my personal phenomenon. The last few years, I've begun lucid dreaming. That is when you know you're dreaming, when you're actually dreaming, when you're asleep. At first, I learned how to fly, because that would be the first thing you'd do. Then, if I had a dream I was in trouble, I would say, well, this is just a dream. I can wake up any time, and, and I do, to get out of a bad situation. Eventually, there was this existence, for lack of a better word, that would visit me and at first, just cuddle up to me. Like some kind of apparition, I guess. An existence Who would cuddle up to her. It seemed so real. I would wake up and it seemed there was a person that had just left. When it happens, it seems so real. Now it has escalated to full-on penetration. And when it is happening, it's so satisfying, I try to make it last as long as possible. There is never an image. Just a presence. Hmm. So she's having sex with a ghost? Yeah, she's having ghost sex. Not necessarily. And I am always satisfied. When I wake up, I feel that I have actually finished. But that's with a, no but with no evidence, just a very satisfied feeling. I was wondering, has this ever happened to you or any of your listeners? How long will this last? Just wondering and hoping I'm still relatively normal. Thanks so much, <laughs> and don't use my name, OFOC. I wish that would Lucid happen Lucid dreaming. Me. Well, haven't you ever been having sex in a dream... Oh, and that's true. you and and you're sort of gonna wake up, but you don't want to because it's Jamie yeah. Lannister on you but I know who it is
0: Jamie Lannister, Jamie Lannister. boy yeah. that's a random name something we'll
1: Walter Costo. what's his real name
0: It doesn't matter we got you yeah, yeah Jamie yeah Jamie. i uh i I know a friend who used to say that that he had this lucid dreaming and could fly. In the dreams. So that beginning part I've heard before and it sounds wonderful. Mm. Like I really wish that I could do that. I barely ever remember my dreams. I've never had a nocturnal emission. Oh, never. Ever. Never. Oh. Huh. And I that's don't know if that's because I jerk off too much or just it's one because. O'clock. Well, I don't, you know, I'm just saying. I don't, I don't know why I've never had that. But now the fact that she's getting. She's getting laid in her dreams, and full
1: on satisfying lays
0: with right now as long as you can. Right, that's yeah. awesome.
1: Yeah, there's. I I wouldn't even. I wouldn't say. I would say it's abnormal in that most people don't get to experience that. But yeah. is it something you should be ashamed of or think there's something wrong with you? Absolutely no, not. That's, that's not awesome. Negative. Go for it. That's awesome. Um, I'm assuming this is a girl because she's saying penetrate, but it could be a boy also. Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Yeah. Hmm. it doesn't matter either way
1: it does seem like I would love to really be able to control my they say if you can if you can find your hand in a dream you can have a lucid dream yeah I don't you have... got to be able to you've got to be able to in the dream find your hand and then you can say in the dream I am dreaming and I can do whatever I want hmm. I have flying dreams a lot but a lot of times I have to f- be thinking about it in order to get off the ground like I have to you know squeeze my brain muscle to to get it but then if I stop thinking about it then I start to to, my altitude goes I'm losing altitude and then I have to think about it again do you know you're in a dream though yes but it no I I don't know while I'm while it's happening but then I wake up and I'm like oh shit I can't I still can't fly that sucks yeah I know you don't
0: party like you used to, but one of the things that's often surprised me about your sleep is that usually, especially with the, you know, here we are on these strict weekday yes. sleeping habits. And then you used to just completely flip that on the weekend. You would drink as much as you could manage mm-hmm. purposefully, and yes. then you'd, you know, sleep as late as you wanted. And the fact that that never screwed up your sleep in general. And, and Oh, I was screwed
1: f- on Sunday nights, but no, I was able to get back into the routine.
0: The Sunday night, right. But the, what I'm talking about is the fact that you've been able to somehow still get your six, eight hours of steady sleep is shocking. Like, yeah. my sleep is fucked. I mm. mean, I have a good bed and I have, you know, I do all the things that I can possibly do. to. But if I get five or six hours, I'm thrilled. Right. Like, I could never get... T- Ten or twelve, like you get sometimes, like that's just ridiculous. You know, the trick
1: is not getting out of bed. I'm not sure if you
0: know well, that. I, I know, but I'm awake and laying here. And just close your eyes and start thinking about something you want to dream about. It doesn't. It's you're not. Just, you're, you're I'm too, glad you can. you
1: wound up too tight. That's I all. You just you're but, like a spring. You need to jump out of bed. This past weekend, I let's see, I went to bed probably around midnight on Friday, and then I woke up at four because, of course, I did. That's when I wake up, and then I went oh, it's so lovely. And then I slept till about maybe 6.30. And then I went, oh, I I don't have to get out of bed for like five more hours. So I went back to sleep. I wound up getting up to like, I don't know, probably 10 or something. Jesus. And then I went and sat on the couch like this. Nice, Sarah. (laughs) And then you just slug life. Big ups. (laughs) You're just in your PJs all day then? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I definitely, well, I had to put work pants on at some point because that's the thing about sweatpants. They just, they soak up the dirt in the soil. Mhm. The oh. water, you know.
0: Mhm. Your sweat. Yeah. Oh, by work pants, you mean working in the yard pants. Right. I oh, exactly. got it. Okay. So
1: I, you know, I got to I listen, that that fish pond's not going to clean itself, you guys. That's fucking awesome. That's my favorite job. There's nothing putting your hands into a pond, pulling out a slimy uh, filter and then that smells like sewer. it smells. No, that was the plant that smelled like sewer. Not oh, the. That okay. was. It wasn't. Whatever.
0: All right, all right maybe still my still. You're doing. Smells <laughs> yep.
1: like shit to me. <laughs> well, it is collecting all the fish shit. Mm-hmm. I assume. Yeah. You know, it's just muck and like all kind of decomposed food that I feed them and so uh, friggin' bogus. Yuck. So yeah, so I did that on Saturday. That was, that was super fun. <laughs> it was great. And well, then,
0: anyway, I don't. Uh, I don't. I would if I were this lady. I would get laid as often as possible in your dreams until it goes oh, yeah. away. And if it doesn't, then good for you. Good, yeah, Did some lady you. marry
1: a ghost one time? Yeah, Did we hear about this. Yeah, I heard about that. That's why I was thinking. I it, guess this is so. A th- this probably thing? isn't. Yeah. Look, stop short of marrying your fucking ghost, but enjoy this as long as possible right maybe oh absolutely find out the history of your house maybe maybe it is a ghost maybe
0: yeah it's a dream yeah it's a I ghost mean, dream that it's a dream but the but uh, the dream like is it. causing you to enjoy an orgasm which yeah. is it's hard great
1: hard. and hooray for you for lucid dreaming i just think that just mm-hmm. seems like seems like the most awesome yeah thing. it's mind control it's yeah power right there it's amazing Um, All right, listen, to contact us, it's so easy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, you guys. Uh, Bryn, B-R-Y-N. That's one N, and it's not an I, it's a Y. -Y B-R-Y-N. We're not going to get it if you don't spell it right. At RadioAlice.com. Put secret show or bad advice right there in the subject line. Bryn, sometimes he's like giggling so hard when he sends over stuff. It's good. Mm -hmm. It's really good. We we very much enjoy. And look, it can be any problem, a sexual problem. No problem. You're lucid dreaming. We'd love to hear about it. A story. We love fun stories.
0: A follow up to bad advice. Oh,
1: absolutely.
0: Nothing better.
1: Please include your original email in your, in your follow up email, because sometimes I can't find it. And now I have a whole new filing system. And so it's, it's difficult. Uh, because I'm paperless you know now I got to figure out what I called your letter to begin with and I'm never going to be able to do that please (laughs) so write those things also if you want a text alert when we go when the stream goes live at 10 a.m. I'll send you that I have like a little app that I use and it's a phone number four one five three five eight one nine six five text me there put me in your address book as Sarah and I'll and she responds I do oh my god I sit sit here and, and text it's delightful. You can send photos. It's not like, not like some cruddy text <laughs> machines we know about. You can send photos. You can send videos. You can send your kind thoughts.
0: Stacy, I am also insulted by those comments Sarah just made.
1: <laughs> We're not uh, with her. <laughs> uh, jealous. Uh, all right. <laughs> send us a text or email us, any one of those. There's plenty of ways to get a hold of us. And that is that.
0: The end.